the first week I was here at Baylor where, you know, here at Baylor we have the seventh best entrepreneurship program in the country. And it's amazing, you look at this list, right? It goes Stanford, Harvard, Princeton, Ivy League, Ivy Plus, Caltech, Baylor, Ivy League, right? But out of all these amazing schools, we're the only one who didn't have an entrepreneurship club. Welcome back to the Venturing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Fontaine. We have a special featured episode for you today. If you didn't already know, Baylor University has one of the top entrepreneurship programs in the nation. And although it is a high performing program and stacks up against many of the Ivy League schools also in the top 10, Baylor lacks a student facilitated entrepreneurship club. And that is changing this year. We are joined today by Nick Madencia, CEO and founder of the new Baylor Entrepreneurship Club. Now, Nick is a non-traditional business student from Houston, Texas, and what makes him non-traditional is when he graduated from high school, Nick actually took to being a full-time entrepreneur and started Drone Parks Worldwide, a company dedicated to enabling anyone and everyone to fly a drone without having to worry about drone laws, repairs, and excessive expenses. Nick has now decided to come back and get his degree from Baylor. Welcome, Nick. We're glad to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Dylan. I've always been told I have a face for radio, so it's finally great to be here. (laughs) Hey, so uh, for our listeners at home, just maybe start by telling us a little bit about yourself. Give us some context. Absolutely. Well, my name is Nick Madencia. I'm the founder and CEO of Drone Parks Worldwide, a Houston-based drone startup. I'm also the founder and president of the Baylor Entrepreneurship Club, more commonly known as BEC. I uh, graduated from high school in 2016 and actually co-founded Drone Parks Worldwide uh, just after graduating. Uh, ran it for four years and then had to shut down due to COVID. Um, but those four years were really a great time in my life. And I did everything from teach a class at MIT to um, help young women learn how to fly drones, to fly drones with veterans, um, to give a TEDx talk, and ultimately break a world record for flying the most amount of drones at one time. So it's been a great entrepreneurial journey, and I really look forward to sharing more about that and more about the Better Entrepreneurship Club today. Yeah, that's incredible. And what you just talked about, that's the purpose of why we're here today is to talk about the Baylor Entrepreneurship Club. So you came from high school, started up, you were a full-time entrepreneur, and then you decided to take a non-traditional route, come back to university, and you, thankfully you chose Baylor. And and you got here and you recognized that there wasn't an entrepreneurship club, and there hasn't been one. So what even is the Baylor Entrepreneurship Club? Give us some context behind that. So the Baylor Entrepreneurship Club is a group of interdisciplinary, action-focused students with Christian values um, who believe that they can make an impact on the world by starting companies, nonprofits, and churches. Right. And so help me understand what your role is for the Entrepreneurship Club. Well, as founder and president, my role is really to make sure that we have a solid defining vision and that we ultimately execute upon our goals in a timely manner and ultimately provide value for our members. So really just making sure that um, you know our team is healthy and our goals are executed upon. So you, you run a lot of the large-scale, I guess, 30,000-foot uh, level strategy. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct, yes. Yeah. And for those who may not be familiar with what an entrepreneurship club is, because it is different than an incubator program or an accelerator program that a lot of... Uh, like venture capital firms will offer or nonprofits will offer. Um, help us understand what exactly entrepreneurship clubs are. Yeah. So in general, entrepreneurship clubs are the real-world application of those things. Like you would learn an incubator or an accelerator. 
you know, so much of entrepreneurship, in my view, is having that spark and that aha moment and sort of that um, that just magical moment where your idea hits you. Um, but you need that, but you also need the right team to execute upon that. And, you know, that's where an entrepreneurship club really comes in because it may not only be what you know, but also who you know. Right. So tell me the story of entrepreneurship club like how did you get to start BEC what sparked that aha that you just mentioned yeah well my aha kind of road to Damascus moment came um, the first week I was here at Baylor where you know here at Baylor we have the seventh best entrepreneurship program in the country Mm -hmm. and it's amazing you look at this list right it goes Stanford Harvard Princeton Ivy League Ivy Plus Caltech Baylor Ivy League right but out of all these amazing schools, we're the only one who didn't have an entrepreneurship club. And it was interesting talking with some people in admin and some people in the entrepreneurship department. I really felt like there was an opportunity to make a difference here at Baylor. And it's been great as well because, you know, here at Baylor, we're one of the most up-and-coming schools in our nation. And we're really focusing on, you know, tier one, R1 research that makes a big impact on people's lives. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the BSB is doing, the Baylor Science Building, right? doesn't matter what we're researching if no one is getting out there and applying it and getting it in the hands of people who can use it. So I really feel like that's how I can make an impact here on this campus. So fill in my gaps. What inspired you was when you came to Baylor, you had this non-traditional view of what entrepreneurship was. Like you have a lot of context beyond what most students have. Reason being, you've done it. Um, And so in pure entrepreneurial fashion, you saw a need and you executed on it. You saw that Baylor was one of the top programs in the nation, yet they didn't have a club that actually facilitated and encouraged entrepreneurship. Now, while Baylor does have the Oso Launch Program, which helps a lot of younger students excel or or begin their venture, what I think you said and what what I know we lack is the ability to reach other students on campus who may not be in the business school and have great ideas. I mean, for example, STEM students. A lot of STEM students are actually the uh, the ideators or the, the originators of great ideas, a lot of really good technology, which is part of the reason Baylor is pushing uh, for the Baylor Research and Innovation Collaborative in the brick building to where um, we're trying to figure out how to commercialize a lot of the technology and a lot of the really cool things that are happening at Baylor and from what it sounds like, you wanted to do that same thing from an, a student and entrepreneurial perspective. Is that right? That's that's absolutely right, you know, because take something like the COVID vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know the first thing about making a vaccine. Um, you know, if it's anything beyond a Band-Aid, that's the extent of my medical knowledge. However, someone, ha- someone somewhere has to decide how do we make this vaccine work? How do we get it in the hands of people? And how do we ultimately, me- ultimately make it financially stable? And that's where the business people come in. That's where the entrepreneurs come in. Um, But the problem with something like an incubator or an accelerator is that that's just an extension of academics, right? That's an extension of the classroom side of entrepreneurship, which is important, right? But that's not all entrepreneurship's about. So we had the academic side of entrepreneurship, but we didn't have that real-world aspect. And so that's the gap I wanted to fill. And so being action-focused, what ideas or what steps do you want to take to actually help members be action-focused? Yeah. Well, that's a great question because it's interesting being an entrepreneur for four years, right? Because you hear all these great ideas from people, ideas that if they were executed upon could change the world in a very serious way. 
I always use the example of SpaceX, right? How many people before Elon Musk thought of a reusable spaceship? Probably a lot, but how many could actually get out there and execute upon it and build the thing? Not that many. And so, you know, at Beta Entrepreneurship Club, it's really a mindset shift, right? Rather than sitting around and pontificating about ideas, we really focus on how do you put those ideas into action, you know? And even if it's something as small as bringing your product or your service to the farmer's market and just selling it to people and getting it in people's hands, that's what we want to encourage at this club. So it, it part of it's getting started. Um, from our conversa- conversation earlier, excuse me, you had told me that uh, Baylor Entrepreneurship Club engages in things like different focus groups that are skill-specific. Is that right? That is correct, yes. So what does that look like? Yeah, what it really looks like is peer-to-peer mentorship mm-hmm. where um, you know you have people building interpersonal relationships with others who have complementary skill sets to them. You know, one thing I really believe in is being a specialist, not a generalist. Uh, you know, it's been my experience that if you're a generalist, you're not that competitive, right? And so as a specialist, you always want to look for people who um, complement your abilities and skills. So that's what our mentorship program is really all about. So it's more, um, while it is developing different skills, it's also a networking opportunity, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's important, too, because as Nick had said, if you're a specialist, I mean, you are the, the the leader of what you do. So I always think about like Mario and Luigi. Do you remember playing oh, Super yeah. Mario Bros? Oh, yeah. Well, Mario was always good at a lot of different things. But Luigi was able to jump the highest. And I often went with Luigi for some task because I needed to jump higher than Mario was able to. No, and I'm, I mean, and it's, it's just purely fact. Like, I love Luigi because of that. Because he was able to differentiate himself and set himself apart. But if you can't jump that high, that's no problem, right? Surround yourself with people who can. Um, and I think Baylor Entrepreneurship Club and what Nick is doing is creating a great networking opportunity for students who may be good at one thing to find others who complement them. So, for example, um, in a previous episode, I had talked with, or I talked with Daria, and I am a awful content creator. My social media is the worst. Um, but I would love to have somebody like Daria on my team. And we do have somebody like Daria on our team, Grace Smith, who is a killer content creator. And so that's what Nick's talking about. And that's why it's important to have these types of clubs, because you can find people who compliment yourself. And, um, and it really helps take your business and your venture to the next level. Yeah. Right. So, Nick, we've got a lot of people who aren't from Baylor who are also listening, and they may not have an entrepreneurship club. What would you recommend being their first steps if they wanted to start an organization like this where they are? I think the first steps are really to talk with people who are an admin, people who are vice presidents, people who are associate directors, even directors of their school, and see, hey, what do we need here, right? Uh, Because those people oftentimes know the landscape better than most of the students. And they really know how to service the market, so to speak, that are, is the student body. So I'd say talk to them, but also create a plan. But then you also need a great team to execute upon it. You know, I am no ex- exception to the specialist rule, right? I am a specialist in and of myself. Um, you know, I wouldn't know how to create content or, you know, Dylan, I don't even know how to sell that well. Um, but what I do know how to do is to build a great team. And so you need other people who can, again, be that complementary skill set. You know, and, and one of the things that struck me about Baylor during my first week here is, you know, we have the Foster, we have Foster the Business School, we have the BSB, the Baylor Science Building, 
which is uh, full of pre-meds and uh, you know medical researchers. And then we have the engineering building, right? And all three of these buildings are basically on the opposite ends of campus from each other. And it really struck me how uh, the disparities there, right? You know, business people and pre-meds and engineers don't mix too much. So this club is really about building those barriers as well. Uh, or sorry, breaking down those barriers and building bridges there. Yeah, that's awesome. So Nick, for people at Baylor who are listening, uh, who may be interested in Baylor Entrepreneurship Club, how can they join? Yeah, so the best thing that they can do is go to our Instagram, Baylor underscore BEC, um, as in Bravo Echo Charlie, and fill out an interest form we have there and come to our next meeting. It's going to be on March 31st, 5.30 p.m. at Startup Waco in downtown Waco, and we'd love to have you. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Nick, uh, we just want to say thank you again for joining us and thanks for sharing your insight. Maybe what inspired you about Baylor Entrepreneurship Club and a little bit about your non-traditional journey. We appreciate having you today and can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much, Dylan. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you for listening to the Venturing Out podcast. Again, we are passionate about serving others. We invite you to join us in service and share this podcast with somebody who may find value in what we discussed. We can't wait to have you join us next time. Thank you.